0: a new episode of the Chronicles of Fae. It's time to recenter yourself, become one with the spirits, breathe in, and breathe out. It's your time, so take it now to release yourself from the tensions of the day for a new Chronicles of Fae. Well, everyone, this is your hostess, Faye Wild. Let us just breathe together. Just breathe together while I call in the elements, shall I? Earth, we thank you for your growth for your truth, for your stability. Air, we thank you for your intuition, your creativity, your peace. Fire, we thank you for your courage, your passion, and will. Water, we thank you for your healing of mind, body, and spirit the ability to change and the ability of rebirth, life, or divine. We thank you for the life-giving force that is within all of us, the power to seek beyond ourselves in the realm of spirit and the passion to do what we need to do. Light, we thank you for your illumination of the truth, whatever it is for each of us. We thank you for your moonlight and starlight, and we also thank you for the power of revelation, magic we thank you for the gifts to greet the gifts of inspiration and the gifts that give us peace to do to think to act and to continually walk the spiral of life so would it be with a prayer to the divine, whoever that is for each of you, be it God, be it the spirits, we call upon the inner divine, the divine that guides and guides us all. I call upon the divine being or beings that through our consciousness, through the raising of our consciousness, we might help change the world with the inner light. So might it be. To the hungry all over the world, I extend my inner light. To the homeless who have no homes, I extend my inner light. To the people suffering from mental illness, I extend my inner light. To the people who are suffering physical illness, I extend my inner light to the soldiers who are fighting and dying all over the world for freedom, for peace. I extend my inner light. To the oppressed all over the world who cannot fight for their own freedom, I extend my inner light. To all those who are in hospitals right now, I extend my inner light. To those who are in prison I extend my inner light. To the downtrodden and the lonely I extend my inner light. To all the children who have no home. I extend my inner light to people who are experiencing spiritual pain I extend my inner light To the people who feel hopeless, I extend my inner light. To all people on the planet who are suffering in any way, I extend my inner light and we'll end with a prayer I extend my inner light to all who need it to the planet to the earth itself to the universe and the multiverse to the kindred's good who need the inner light I ask that this inner light be manifested in the universe and in the multiverses, that through my inner light, I might bring forth changes, I call upon the power within the gifts of the divine, that I might remember the inner light within all beings. I call upon the inner light to snuff out the darkness that causes suffering, pain, loneliness, fear, illness, and all things that are not profitable. Thanks be to the divine for the gift of empathy. So, mote it be. Take this time to breathe in and out, in and out. Let your muscles relax, let your mind be at peace. Relax. Calm. Gentle breath in. And gentle the breath out. Breathing in. Breathing out. Breathing in. Breathing out, breathe in, breathe out, get comfortable, relax, let your muscles relax, let your mind As you close your eyes, visualize before you a room that is bare except for a table. This is a unique table. This unique table has several holes in rows along both sides of the table. As many rows as there needs to be. And in the center are plates and bowls and cups. And as you take this moment breathing in breathing out you see also there are some matches and candles beneath the table on a little shelf that's beneath it. Take this time now to feel the candles and as you pick one up you think of a person that you love who has passed on to the world of the spirits to the afterlife, whatever it is that you call it And as you breathe in, imagine what sort of smells are evoked. What what memories of smells are evoked. Is it Grandma's kitchen with her lavender and her chocolate chip cookies? Is it Grandpa's cigar smoke and peppermints? Is it Uncle's Boat that smells of fishing. Is it a cousin's stuffed teddy bear? It smells just like them. Is it a friend who has a unique smell? Maybe your friend's apricot perfume. Take that candle. Name it. What is the name of this person? Name that candle. Take this time now to remember that person. Take this time now to focus on that person. All those memories of that person. Take that time now to breathe in. Pick up a match. Light that candle. Named. And as you, as you put the candle in one of the holes along the table, you notice that they're just perfect to hold the candles. And as you put the candle down, you notice that that candle is carved with that person's name. Maybe some symbol that reminds you of them. A heart, or an arrow, or a flower, or something that reminds you of them. And as you watch that candle burn, focus on the plates and cups and bowls in front of you, and imagine what would this person like kind of foods, what kind of drinks would they like? What kind of flowers or plants or or anything? Maybe a photograph. And as you, as you think of those, the food, drink, flowers, plants, whatever it is, maybe it's a piece of clothing, a snip from a piece of clothing appears on those plates, bowls or cups. And as it does, you push those next to the candle. And you thank that person. You thank that person for their part in your life. And you honor them. You honor their memory. Take this time now To breathe once more Remembering the fondness that you have for that person The memory that you have of that person The beauty of that person Breathe in, breathe out. And maybe you have another person in your life that you want to honor. So you pick another candle, remembering the smell of that person or smells that evoke that person's memory. And you notice that as you're breathing in, you smell, you're smelling the candle as it becomes full of those scents. Remembering those scents, remembering those memories. And as you look down, the candle is carved with the person's name. Maybe a symbol of who they are to you. And you smell the candle and it smells just like them. Or just like the memories that are evoked by that person. And you light it as well. Place it in one of the holes. In the table. And just as there were with the first person there's another set of plates, cups bowls you remember the foods they liked and even if you don't remember the foods they liked <coughs> maybe you remember something about them maybe they liked gardening maybe they liked um, Anything, maybe they liked Memories Maybe you have memories Of them at the coast So maybe the, the bowl fills with Ocean water And maybe the plate's filled with sand For that remembrance of that Time you spent on the coast Or maybe it's uh, Maybe it's something that you feel Drawn to When you think of them Maybe a photograph You place these next to the candle of the person That you're remembering And breathing in And remembering And breathing in Breathing out taking this time now to honor those spirits the loved ones that have passed on you feel need to be remembered at this time take this time now to remember that take this time now to thank them for being a part of your life, evoking smells, remembering their names, taking time now to light those candles placing those offerings. Once you've done that, stand before the table filled with the flickering candles. Take this time now to name those people that you have honored. You can do this meditation anytime or as many times as you need to, to remind yourself of these people that you love. Spend as much time in this little place, remembering Honoring, Keeping those lives and Those spirits Close to your heart Maybe you want to Pray to the divine This time Or write a letter And place it next to their candle Maybe you just want to spend this time Thinking about them Thinking about How they are to you and how it is that they touched your life. again together. Welcome back everyone. Along the topics that I wanted to bring up at this time, um, we are now in the dark time before the light comes. And I don't know about you all, but I have always considered Samhain and the time between Samhain and Winter Solstice as a time of going in reflecting, thinking about hard things. And this subject is no different from that. So today I would like to talk about Something that might be useful to some people Um, But it's also a sensitive topic The topic I'm going to talk about today is crossing over rituals What is a crossing over ritual? When should you perform one? How detailed should you be in in your ritual? crossing over um, when shouldn't you do a crossing over ritual Um, crossing over rituals in a lot of pagan traditions is a ritual that is basically a ritual that is like a memorial or a funeral, but you're envisioning that person going across to the realm of light, or the summerland, or whatever realm you want to call it, the Elysian fields, or whatever. But unlike... This is not a judgment, it's just an observation. But unlike in the Christian tradition, or the Hindu one, or the Islamic one, where you have a direct place, heaven, or paradise, or what have you. Most pagans have their own traditions surrounding um, what they believe the person will go, where the person will go when they die. I'm going to cut through all of that and just say that Each person should think about their own traditions and where they want to go. If it is the Summerland, if it's Tin if it's the Realm of Light, if it's the Spirit Realm, whatever they want to call it, (coughs) that is between the person and their faith. And because... Funerals and crossing over rituals are very independent. Are very dependent on the people and involved, and in how you want to do it. Um, each crossing over ritual is going to be different. Um, I'm going to talk about loved ones who aren't pagan. To start when when I want to do a crossing over ritual I just say the realm of light because that is the place of all knowing and of all spiritual knowledge I could call it the astral plane but I like the realm of light better um, It just makes more sense to me that in all that light and love you'll find uh, healing and acceptance and welcome and all of that. So I'm just going to refer to it as the realm of light. But call it what you will. I don't think it's really good to send a loved one. Now, every person's different, okay? And every grief is different and I'm not going to tell you what to do. I personally do not want to send someone who is not a pagan off to Tirnanog in the crossing over ritual, because that is not for me to decide, okay, that is between that spirit's journey and the gods or God, or even just the higher power belief in Something that will welcome them and take them in um, and because it is it is for the facilitation of that spirit across to the other world and and saying goodbye, crossing over rituals are very different for each person and the grief that they're having and the powers that you believe in but I just don't think that it's really politic to send someone off who isn't part of your faith off to some place where you feel comfortable because in the end the worlds, the spirit worlds, are a multiverse, and and there are multiverses and layers of, within layers of places. And I just think that it's insensitive to that person's spirit. Now, if you don't know what the person believed, it's fine to, I think, send them off to your place because if they don't feel comfortable there, I don't think that, you know, once you're in a place, you're stuck there. This is where you are for eternity. I think that we are allowed to, and I believe that we are allowed to explore once we reach the other world and reach the other side. So if that person doesn't feel comfortable in that place, they'll find somewhere that they do feel comfortable in. Um, but if say you're a pagan and your family member's Christian, I don't think it would be proper to send them off to a pagan place. I think that you can still perform a crossing over ritual and and say it in vague terms like, you know, I hope that you are happy reaching the place of light and love that's fine because it's 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 vague and it is something that most people unless they are really sticklers for particulars they will want to embrace that because it's just it is whatever it is to that person okay i think that crossing over rituals can take more than one stage we most of us live in societies where and forgive me if you are listening and you are from a society that doesn't do this but let's just say for those who do the Normal course of things is that when a person dies, a funeral is quickly arranged, the memorial wake or ceremony takes place, you are supposed to say goodbye, they go into the grave or they get cremated or whatever have you, and you do your grieving in private, and that's that. I think that crossing over rituals can be more adaptive because you can do a basic sending of, I hope that you're happy and you can visualize them. I like to visualize when people go across the bridge of stars to the realm of light. That seems more poetic to me, whatever that realm of light is to you, whether it is heaven or whatever. I just have always liked the imagery of, instead of a tunnel, a bridge of stars that crosses, and maybe the bridge is long or short or whatever, but that person goes on that that bridge and does cross into the realm of light. And you can... Add that into your meditations as you're doing your crossing over rituals. I think that you can do something like that in the beginning. But I think that you should also... That also... Like, once your main spout of grieving is over... Like, okay. Grieving is never over, over, over. Like, you can learn to live with loss. You can learn to to live a quote-unquote normal life unless you are mentally ill in which it might take longer to deal with it. But let's just go with people who (coughs) who are going through the normal grieving process without all those other complications for the moment. Most people after a while... Of a period of a year or two. Or even five years. Learn to laugh again. Learn to enjoy life again. It doesn't. It takes a while. It does. Um, but I also think that. Once you are finished with that. Main. Where it's not so raw. Where it's not so. Aching in your spirit in your soul um I think it's appropriate to do a secondary crossing over ritual not so much visualizing like the spirit crossing into the other world but more of a memorial service when you're not so bogged down with the grief where you can visualize them you know say your mom liked to cook in her life well maybe maybe in the realm of light she's feeding people because i do believe that like even if you're a spirit i think that spirits i think that once you're a spirit you don't stop enjoying life and just float around like a cloud somewhere absorbing knowledge I think that that would be a very boring existence, so I think that the realm of light is just as rich and detailed and vibrant as this life is, that's my my personal belief, you can of course believe what you wish, but these are my beliefs, so take them with a grain of salt, if you will, um, And so maybe you you say mom's probably up there cooking for everybody or dad's probably fishing, you know, or the nephew's probably painting up there and have more of a memorial where you remember the things about that person and maybe play music that is more like, what they want to listen to. I think that a secondary crossing over ritual is really important because the first one is usually gonna be filled with a lot of emotions. Um, And I think that, you know, if you can't do a crossing over ritual in the beginning, because it is just too raw, and you can't say goodbye. It doesn't mean you can't visualize in your crossing over ritual later, than making that happy journey, and then... You know, because they will probably already have crossed over unless something is really wrong. Um, like they have unfinished business or something. But... Um, But you can imagine them crossing over and making all those reunions and like, um, and having those remembrance moments. If you feel that the funeral and all of that, you know, that your family held for that person is just, everything is too raw, everything is too close, the grief is right up there, it's just, I think that you can do a crossing over a year or two after the person has died, and it still means something, because it's a transition, really, death. And it's a hard subject for even for most people. You know, uh, it's something that is really hard for most people. I'm kind of perverse in a way because, to me, I don't fear death. I I fear the grieving process afterwards because the grieving process is so like it it weighs you down, or at least it does to me. It weighs me down, and it's like, man how am i going to get out from under that death itself is not, i don't really i'm not scared of it to me it's like a transition and it's a and it's a reunion with the realm of spirit but i digress When you do a crossing over ritual for someone who's died either your first one or your only one or your secondary one, whatever you want to do. I think that it's important to figure out what you want in it. Figure out if this is the only one you want to do and if that's the case, then that's the one you want to do and you want to make a big production out of it. Or you can make it simple and just just sit there and remember all the memories and maybe play some music and maybe thank the gods for giving you such a loving and beautiful soul and doing a meditation where you see them crossing into that realm of light. Depending on what you want to do. I use the bridge of stars. But you can do whatever. But like I just like that imagery. Um, and you can envision them. Meeting all their loved ones. That they lost. And reunions of lost pets. And, and then you know. Going on about their business. In the realm of light. You know. And I just. I think that. When you do that give yourself permission to grieve, make a place in the ritual for that, it doesn't have to be planned out, like, okay, I cast my circle, and then I played some music, and then I did the meditation, and then I grieved, and then I, you know, but like, make it part of the ritual, if that's what you feel comfortable with, because I feel, I mean, maybe I'm, Maybe I'm all twisted here But it sort of feels like funerals Grief is supposed to be stifled And all solemn And all like quiet So if you're gonna weep You know you better just just sniffle And carry on like that Because if you If you uh, let yourself fully give in to your grief If you're The person that allows yourself to do that. Not everyone is. It's kind of awkward. But I think. In your crossing over ritual. You should allow yourself to grieve. For the person. To cry if that. If that's what your spirit is calling you to do. Or to be sad, or to even be angry and be like, Dad, why did you go off? You know, I miss you. I think it's important to allow yourself to feel those feelings in the crossing of a ritual. In a case where the person has... And I'm not even getting into like the whole idea of like cremation and burial and all of that because like to me like that's between the person and the family and unless you're very 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 lucky where you have hereditary witches where most of your family are witches and you have a crossing over ritual most of us are gonna do or you have a coven or, that has been around for ages and and like you actually know each other and know your wishes and all that. Most of the time we're going to be doing our, our rituals in solitary. Um. And I think that that can be healing in a way because it can allow you, if you are someone who doesn't feel comfortable letting their emotions out, to allow yourself to vent those emotions Give yourself time also to maybe write down poetry or something that reminds you of that person. doesn't have to be a eulogy, but just, you know, something that reminds you of that person or some thoughts. Maybe play some music. Um, do a meditation where you see them enveloped in that light um... perhaps even have some food that they loved if you can get it or make it and it doesn't have to be fancy you know what if your favorite you know what if your dad's or mom's favorite lunch was a ham sandwich make a ham sandwich put those chips on the plate a cookie whatever they liked that drink they liked put it on the altar and say this is for you and I'm giving it to you so that we can have this meal together to remember this time together and you can do this either in your your one and only ritual your uh, first one or your secondary you can do it in both if you want to Um. The important thing is to make it personal to you and that person who you love. You can also, if, if the grief is really complicated, I say they died suddenly and you weren't able to go to a funeral and maybe you just need time for that to closure. You can do it later. I think that crossing over rituals can be done anytime. Even 5, 10, 15 years after. If you feel that um, it's needed for you. To remind yourself that that spirit, that beautiful spirit, was in your life. And if you want to do... A crossing over ritual Where it's more like a memorial And you play their music Or whatever each year I think that that's okay too Crossing, ritual, crossing over ritual Is Really about Allowing yourself to be Okay with the feelings you have About that spirit's passing I haven't, there have been a couple of people in my life I haven't done crossing over rituals yet, because it's, it's difficult, and there's lots of, like, circumstances, like, I, if I was gonna do one, I'd want to have the house to myself for several hours, and I can't guarantee that, so. But you know, I just think that they are important, and I—the point is—I want to. (laughs) Excuse me, I want to do some crossing over rituals at some point. I think the spirits, because they're up there. Or wherever, not up there, but out there, whatever you want to say. I think that they, in their realm, understand. And they aren't as attached to time as we are. We are very attached to time, and, and we need to be, because... If we weren't like a lot of things wouldn't get done, but like <clears throat> they don't—they're not attached to time, as yes, we are. I don't think they're up going up there going. Well, they haven't had a crossing over ritual, and it's been twelve years since I died. What's wrong? I think eternity is more. Is more open. Because it's on another dimension in our world. The other thing I want to leave you with. Is to be kind with yourself. And to yourself. And make the ritual. Unique to you. You know. let it be something that will help you in the end. And allow you to contact the spirit of your loved one. And I think that if that is your intention and you You do it and it's not perfect or you spent the first 20 minutes crying or whatever. I think that they understand. Be kind to yourself, be kind to each other. Stay well, stay safe, stay healthy it's Fay Wild saying. Farewell for now.
1: the rain falls down to wet the earth that all might grow and thrive anew the rain falls down to wet the that all might grow and thrive anew the rain falls down to wet the earth that all might grow and thrive anew the rain down to wet the earth, that all might grow and thrive anew. The rain falls down to wet the earth, that all might grow AND THRIVE ANEW THE RAIN FALLS DOWN TO WET THE EARTH THAT ALL MIGHT GROW AND THRIVE ANEW THE RAIN FALLS DOWN TO WET THE EARTH THAT ALL MIGHT GROW AND THRIVE you, THE RAIN FALLS DOWN TO WET THE EARTH THAT ALL MIGHT GROW and thrive anew the rain falls down to wet the earth that all might grow and thrive anew
0: Hello everyone, let's take a moment now at this time to thank the elements who have been with us through this journey of this podcast. Earth, we thank you for your stability, for your power to bring abundance to us all, and the power to sleep as well. We thank her For her powers Of regeneration Air We thank you For the power of the intellect The mind And the power of freedom We thank him Now Fire We thank him for his intellect And his power of uh, His power Of will and desire. We thank you fire for your power to inspire within us that passion for all things that we hold to and want in our lives. We thank you fire. We thank water for her powers of rebirth, for her powers of healing and transformative energy. We thank you, water, life, we thank life, we thank all, for all is divine, and beautiful, and sacred, life is sacred, we thank you all, we thank you, life. Light, we thank it for its powers of revelations of truth. However, each of us finds that truth. We thank it for the power to purify. Magic, we thank you for the power to create. The power to move, to change the world through our thoughts. We thank you. (laughs) We thank you spirits of plant and animal. We thank you spirits of mountains and rivers and oceans and all the elemental kingdoms. And we thank you as well kindred who are good to us the good they, the good she the good elven kind and all those known and unknown we thank you and at this time we also thank you mother nature dark god for allowing me the the gifts of this podcast Someone be